Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two bands or artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week, we're discussing Guns and Rosie O'Donnell. Talk longer, apparently. Apparently, I, like, I don't know. I just want to hear it. I wanted to hear it. I thought it was Rosio, <laughs> Rosio Guns and Roses. Mm. Welcome to this episode. We got fun and games. Ooh, oh! You know where you are. You're listening to Good Band, Bad Band. You're gonna die. Okay. You're gonna die. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It always ends the same, regardless of what you replace the lyrics with. Your ultimate demise. Oh, every time, every time. So yeah, Guns uh, and Roses. I am Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. This is Tyler. So, yeah. We're doing uh, two Christmas episodes this year, and then we're doing a special thing at the end of uh, the year. I don't know if we talked about it yet or not, but we'll save it if we haven't talked about it. I don't think we talked about it yet. (laughs) It's very exciting, though, so make sure you continue to be listeners or something. Yes. So, I find it exciting. I'm excited, and if you're not excited, then there's something wrong. Exactly. So, Guns and Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell has made two uh, terrible Christmas albums. Christmas albums. Yeah. And then uh, Guns and Roses, you know. They're a band. They're a band. They're, they're, they're there for band. the namesake, but also because they're a very important band. They are, indeed. So, we're going to start with Guns and Roses, and then we'll uh, yeah. get into the Christmas cheer. The Christmas cheer, if you will. Guns and Roses. What do we think? Who likes them? Where do we go now? <laughs> can we just can we make this whole segment of it? How many times we can use Guns N' Roses lyrics to just <laughs> fill out the episode? Well, I ask that every week, but this time this is I created. Well, listen, I, I have created just, a game for this episode. Okay, hold, t- you can tell yours in a second, but just have patience. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we have to speak to each other. Every single line that any of us say now has to be until. You know, for here to the next 10 minutes must be lyrics, Guns N' Roses lyrics. I didn't hear any Guns N' Roses lyrics in that. It, well, why was it? It was initial description. Well, starting bad. now. I don't want to Mr. Say Brownstone. That was my contribution. Thank you. Oh. You're not supposed to say anything else. <laughs> I know. So it's a, this it's is a conversation. the opposite of Paradise City. Oh, no. Oh. Tyler, well, I, I feel like you're out to get me. We've lost right away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done with I this. I think Jared wins that brief game that was totally, totally destroyed, mostly by Dax initially. In I am a big by... fan of Appetite for Destruction. I think it's one of the best, like, hard rock albums of the 80s. It is so, like, it's a good album. It has a lot of really good songs on it. It, it is, like, a classic. It's also easily one of the most popular debut records of all time the fact that appetite for destruction is their debut record makes no sense at all all of their huge i mean not all of their huge hits but like some of their biggest hits two of their biggest hits for sure mass and not just biggest hits of guns and roses two of the biggest hits of all time are on this one debut record and there's more to it because paradise city is on there as well which is another huge song there are other songs let's see what else what else is on appetite for destruction because there's a lot of really good songs. night train is a good song um rocket queen is a pretty good song there's like there's a lot of good things on this album outside of just those big hits 
My again. My Michelle, a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a ballad, not a ballad, but a, 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 a uh, what do I want to say? A uh, anthem, if you will, for anybody named Michelle. Sure. Oh, or somebody wow. dating somebody named Michelle or oh, married wow. to them. Yeah. The Beatles have a song like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that one up. Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> it's called Michelle, Jared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to have Appetite for Destruction. Like when I had an iPod, like like the old iPods, oh, yeah, yeah. that was one of the first albums I put on there. I was super into it back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be really gross when like there are people who are like, "Man, you know you're old when you had an iPod." Uh, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, <laughs> is boomer. That a, is that a, <laughs> that's right. This time you're calling yourself one. Hope it feels good. I was calling him one. You did call me a boomer. Well, you said the iPod thing, so it works both ways. I guess so. Yeah. I've said zero <laughs> boomer things thus far. I had so Guns N' Roses on my iPad back in the day. Yeah. Anyway. Cool it, Gramps. It's a pretty decent album. I listened to it, too, occasionally. I did, before I abandoned Guns N' Roses all entirely. You abandoned them? I abandoned them. You left them in the dust? As yep. did most of the members. Mm-hmm. True that. Do you? What do you? How do you feel about Slash? Is he? Is I he everything that, no. that he's? Okay, he's a I great guitarist. Uh, yeah, he's really good, but I don't get it. He's just kind of like you're not in the you're, snake pit. You're a good guitarist, but it's like I prefer Buckethead. I f- okay, well, Buckethead's fun. <laughs> there, I don't know. I can just think of better guitarists that I like more. I mean, there are always better guitarists, but he's I always just thought one of he. I always thought he was the one that did the solo for beat for beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was not Van Halen. Halen yeah, right? I know, yeah, Van Halen. But I didn't know that. I just feel like if he didn't look so hard rock, people would not be as interested in him. Slash won me $50 once. Tell the tale. <laughs> I was at the library, and I picked up his autobiography because I was a nerd. And uh, I went to the checkout, and there was some I'm contest. I'm such a nerd. I got a book from the library. And it was, it was about of Slash. A, it was literally an autobiography book. Yeah, it's actually, I've, I've read some he of it. Wrote, it's actually he pretty wrote it decent. himself? I think so. Well, that's yeah. what was he it, probably an autobiography? Or yeah, not? I'm pretty sure it was an autobiography. Yes. But yeah, I, I went to the, uh, the checkout, and there was a contest, and they're like, yeah, you got a book. You can put your name in here. So I put my name. It's the only book I checked out from that library that summer. I won. 50 That's bucks. Like, did you write the slash a thank you letter? I sent him the $50. Wow. Did you really? You know, he no, could have used not. it. Yeah, he you didn't. Used it. So you totally suck. Yeah. Shout out slash for winning Dax $50. You're welcome. He never said anything to you because he's ungrateful. <laughs> thank you, slash. Did there you, you ever thank the library that actually provided yeah. the $50? He's so concerned about slash. He's not concerned about our public library systems. I li- Funded by the-, the great people of our community. And you know what they're doing? They're slashing the budget for that. You're, that's yeah. right. They really are. Wow. You're right. You could have used that as a way to be like, look how good our library is. I have $50, but no. All you have to say is, slash won me $50 with a stupid book. I know. I know. I'm awful. What Did, did you read the book? I did. It was pretty good. What did he say about the top hat? I don't remember. It's what did been he say about the top hat? Do you know anything about his top hat? No, that's why I'm asking you. You read the book <laughs> years ago. It's no chicken uh, chicken bucket, but it's a it's a hat <laughs> indeed. Yeah, if only it covered his whole face like Buckethead's bucket. <laughs> but oh well. His hair does that. He has no face, you know. That's true. It's just hair, glasses, and a hat. Well, he was shot in the eye by somebody that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jackson C. Frank? Yeah, he's Slash. And Buckethead at the same time. Oh. They're all one person? I see. So that's where he went after that album. Yeah. Okay. 
He wears his guitar too low. There's no way you can comfortably play like that. Sure, he can do it because he learned over time. But your wrist has to be quite uncomfortable in that position. Yeah, arthritis. Carpal tunnel. Yeah, definitely develops, carpal yeah. tunnel. So Certainly. Guns N' Roses was formed by combining two groups. Mm-hmm. You have... Uh, oh, shoot. You have Fort Wayne. Hollywood Rose is one band, <laughs> and, the, and the L.A. Guns are another band. And the two of them joined forces and then added... I don't think Axel was in... Maybe he was. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. What's called Hollywood Rose? He is the Rose. That's true. He's probably the He rose. was the Hollywood Rose. He, he was, was the lead singer. Okay. Hollywood Rose. And then they made Guns, LA Guns, and Roses. Don't like Roses? They had two rejected names for the band. Heads of Amazon. Oh, and, good one. And, AIDS. And AIDS. Oh, with no. with periods? No. All caps. Okay. It's all caps. I'm glad that was rejected. Yeah, why would you do that? You think that we would have the same band if they were named AIDS? No. That'd be a negative. No. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very funny. It's clever of you. Oh, no. What's that phrase? How do you, how What's do you... that phrase you've been trying to, f- to slip on to here the whole time? What, what is it? You had a phrase that you slipped into an episode that you've been trying to slip in. I don't remember. I believe it starts with an F, and it's about towards a certain group of people. Oh, no. Yeah, that's oh, about yeah. where you're going right now, pal. Is it? Yeah, yeah never mind. Oh, my. Your memory is just blanked. <laughs> it is. Yeah, exactly. clearly. Oh, man. Done. I was going to make a joke about how the band was contracted, but I just oh, figured I'd just give up on it. Oh, so. man. Ooh, Continue on. Oh, boy. Can I, can I talk about Sweet Child of Mine? Yeah. Okay. Can <laughs> can we play can we play that song? One of the best songs of all time, really. I hate that riff. It's a great song. It's just the, like stairway. Everyone plays it in guitar centers and such. Well, rock band really helped them too, right? Or a guitar hero? Was were those yeah. songs on that? Yeah, but everyone already knew. There's yeah, songs on Guitar Hero that people knew, and then songs that people didn't know that were really good. Mm. Like, I think Queen's got a good bump from guitar Barracuda hero. for sure did. I don't think Hart was able to tour the same. Like, their touring right. helped by a lot yeah. to go, like gain interest. Ramon's got that. a bit of a bump, too, and it made me mad. Well, they you also, know what? They had some interesting people on Guitar Hero as well. Like, Every Time I Die had a song that was on Guitar Hero, too, and it was like, what the are biggest, you talking about? Probably the biggest is Dragon Force. That was Everybody oh, wanted to know how to do that. Yeah. Huge bump. Well, speaking of a huge bump, let's play a Guns N' Roses song, because they love to do cocaine. Sounds good. Sweet child of mine, here you go. They stole that song. Good. There's another song that is almost identical in many, many ways. It is by a band called Australian Crawl. It's called Unpublished Critics. Sounds better already.
skip ahead to the chorus too. more skip go to the guitar solo it's just the whole song it's a pretty good song i like that more yeah it's it's better probably yeah because axel rose isn't singing over it you know, like Axl Rose as a singer? Oh, it's horrible. His voice just is just annoying. He has an amazing range, though. Like, one of the best ranges. Freddie Mercury's range was better, he's, and he sang better. He's but he close, though. He wasn't in heavy metal. You kind of have to separate, though, heavy metal vocalists from pop vocalists. Well, Ozzy was a heavy metal vocalist. Yeah, he wasn't that great of a singer. He was not. No, but he didn't sound like Axl Rose. Yeah, Axl sounds very better. true. I'm not sure what point you're making. (laughs) I'm not sure what point you you agreed with one and he didn't. So I don't really know what happened there, but. All right. I hate Axl Rose's voice. Well, we get that. (laughs) And I especially hate November Rain so much. What's wrong with November Rain? It's bad. I mean, it's a long song, but it's got a good refrain. Too long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. As a Regina special. I see that. Like you see mm-hmm. Yeah. Talks about November. She does talk about it, and it was sad, and I didn't bring it up, and I wasn't going to. <laughs> I was. Uh, he did. I, yeah, I saved it on that episode. I wanted to, but I knew we were. I'm coming. so glad you didn't, because I hate I hate November Rain. Hate it. It's it's too long. It's too long. His voice is not suited for that type of song, and it just sounds bad. Isn't November Rain the one that has the most money ever put into the music video or something like that? No, I thought that was the song for Terminator Two. Wasn't that November Rain? No, it's a different song. What song was it? Hold on, let me let me. Let me I think I put it in the playlist. You could be mine. Is that the one with the long, the most money put into the music? It had video? a lot of money put into it. Yeah. It was like thirty five. Most expensive music like video ever is Scream by Michael Jackson. Oh, Janet is it? Jackson. It's like a film. Oh, that's right. And the next three are Madonna. It's estranged is the Guns N' Roses song that's on the list. Number six, estranged. Hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember. I knew I knew it was one of their songs that was like really high up there. Welcome to this week's podcast. Everyone reads, reads Wikipedia. I was, I was trying not, to find. I was trying but, to find what I hold read. Hold on. I was not on Wikipedia. I was on financesonline.com mm. our sponsor this week financesonline.com if you need a uh, if you need financed uh definitely ask that website or the record label that signed guns and roses geffen i believe or something like that it doesn't really matter who gives a shit <laughs> november rain does that's what i it has the most uh views on youtube for a 90s music video hmm, and sad. Sweet Child of Mine has the most views for an 80s music video. Oh, man. So they got they got a lot of uh, traction on YouTube after YouTube became a thing. So, so they're a pretty good band. Okay. Initial release wasn't in, was in 87? Correct. Doesn't that seem kind of late? Don't you think of them as being earlier than that? I do think of their them style? more like an, like an earlier. You know who else the initial release was in 87? Hmm. Pixies. Hmm. So kind of a weird th- to think about if you ask me. If you think of music shifting like it was towards Pixies and that stuff, it's kind of weird to think that Guns N' Roses come together and 
do their thing. Well, yeah, because it makes sense that they're popular, but hard rock was kind of like on its way out because like, if well, you think it, about it, like it, hair metal. Yeah, that and was like, what was on its way out, and kind of at the Guns and Roses changed. They're not hair metal, you know, like right. they're no. so they they kind of took over the mantle, and they were really the in between between. They had hair though. That in grunge, they did. So like, they did. hair metal was a thing, and then Guns N' Roses. Came. No, Pixies were and in between. Then, yeah, but Pixies are not the, the end. Same the level. end of post punk, and then the Pixies. What are you talking? And then Kurt Cobain goes, "If it weren't for the Pixies, there'd be no Nirvana." He doesn't say if it weren't for Guns N' Roses, there'd be no Nirvana. If it weren't for Nirvana, there'd be no grunge. So your timeline is off, pal. My, I'm not even talking about the Pixies because they are not on the same level as... That's what I'm telling you, though. ...as Guns N' Roses or Nirvana. I'm Pixies ca- are I'm, not at the top of the list. I'm counterpointing your point. I know that, but you're wrong. No, because Kurt Cobain said, if it weren't for Pixies, there'd be no Nirvana. <laughs> so the real interim here, in terms of music that would lead to grunge, is not Guns N' Roses, it's Pixies. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I want to hear your response, but... Guns N' Roses... Are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure, they are legendary group. Pixies are a band that were around, and then Nirvana happened. That's my. That's what I'm saying. I'm, they're not. I get what you're saying with their influence on Nirvana, but I'm talking about in music as a whole. You have hair metal yeah. that was very popular. Bon Jovi, right? Poison, Warrant, yeah, mm-hmm. all those groups. Mm-hmm. Then Guns and Roses basically killed all that and mm-hmm. had, you know, hard rock, heavy metal. <laughs> Not hair metal, you know, like the right. it's not as diva. The transition into hair metal, into he- hard rock, and then th- there really wasn't anything like that that was at the top of the charts that was popular. You know, Guns N' Roses had a number one hit, as did Nirvana. Correct. So they were they were what was the in between. I understand what you're saying in terms of influence. Kind of. I I, I don't see them as an in between. I see them as the end of hard rock as we know it. Who came after them? That really blew up. I mean, you have bands after them that continued. They have Velvet Un- Velvet Revolver, where mm-hmm. they joined together and tried to do some hard rock stuff, but it wasn't wildly popular except for people over the era. Right. So well, I, I would say it's more probably like the, ending of it. the in-between in terms of popularity of that would be from Guns N' Roses, you'd probably have Tool. And then from Tool, no. and then from Tool, you'd no. probably have System of a Down. In terms no. of no, no, no. In terms of popularity on the charts, is what it's I'm about, about musical styling. That's what I'm asking you. That's like Guns N' Roses. For me, that's not an in-between. That's the end, pal. It's weird they came out because that t- style of music is ending. And they were the last ones to really be big in it. Once grunge blew up, it's over. What about Skid Row? Everybody remember them? Yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> Sebastian Row. Bach and what have you. Yeah, didn't, didn't Slash do some stuff with Sebastian Bach? I don't Probably. know. Probably. I feel like he did. He was, well, you, Sebastian Bach was on that VH1 show, Supergroup. That's true. Yeah. Slash was on a lot of things. He's done everything. Do you want to talk about any of the things that Slash has done? I know you had a, a pretty a long slew of things you wanted to listen to so, over and over again the last couple <laughs> days that had Slash in them that weren't great. So, a couple things. Slash was on Phineas and Ferb. Uh, they did a song on there. Pretty Go to YouTube. What Who did you a song on there? Slash. He, it's a they? No, he and Phineas and Ferb. Really? <laughs> they did a song together. Oh. Yeah, they did a song together. Kick it up a notch. Yeah. 
If you're looking for fun, baby, we're a shoe in But we're a little young to be doing what we're doing, yeah We got heads full of dreams and sneakers full of feet The world is an oyster and life not good. Almost as good yeah. as mm. almost as good as uh, Dave Mustaine on Duck Dodgers, but yeah. perhaps uh, definitely not as good as him. Yeah. So Bowling for Soup did a lot of music video for them. I wonder if they worked on that song. May have. I have one more thing. Slash did. Yeah. So he was on an album called A Tribute to Bob Dylan in the Eighties, Volume One. <laughs> <laughs> he, he covered Wiggle Wiggle with Aaron Freeman. He also was the guitarist on that song for Bob Dylan's album. Wait, really? That's I just read that. Oh, man. I didn't so, know that. I know. But yeah, he was on Under the Red Sky. The, on the song Wiggle Wiggle, he Actually, played the guitar. Just play the real one then. Don't worry about this tribute business. Yep, guitar, Wiggle Wiggle. I did not know this. This is information to me. So some it's context, a very slashy vibe there. Man. So some context to that album. That album is mostly like a children's songs that he wrote uh, for his kids. So it's not uh, received very well, but it does. It is a very interesting Bob Dylan album. Definitely strange, but I did not know Slash was on it. That is crazy. That's fun. That's fun. Fun, fun, fun. He was also on a uh, Carol King live album where he covered Locomotion. Huh. Wow. Did you know he's from England? I just Did said, you know his mother dated David Bowie? What? What? Uh, Slash's mommy dated David Bowie. Boom. Because she was a costume designer, and he was one of her clients. So was Ringo mm. and Janis Joplin. And at one point, his mother later dated him. So Slash was kind of in the... In the thick of some artists as a as a young a young man. Indeed. His mom was in the thick with one. Oh. Where, oh. where was Axel Rose as a young man? In Indiana. Yeah. In Fort Wayne. I'm gonna be working there tomorrow. I'm gonna go find his house. His home? I'm gonna go find it. The best part about Fort it's funny because he's from Fort Wayne, but you know He's from uh, Lafayette. Oh you're right, Lafayette, that's right. Not, not Fort Wayne, he's from yeah. Lafayette. That's right. Well, that's a shame. Fort Wayne loves Iggy Pop. That's what I was going to say, but it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. No one cares about Axl Rose in Lafayette. I don't care about him here. <laughs> no one cares about Axl Rose, I think, is what it boils down to. Slash also did a song with Jerry Lee Lewis hmm. and Kid Rock. Oh, Ooh. no. Wait, at the same time? Yeah, on Jerry Lee Lewis's album, Mean Old Man, he did a song, Rockin' My Life Away. And they that. both are on it. 
getting a lot of slash off of this one. It's all over the place. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what to get off of that one. I just know. imagine a slash guitar part coming in on that. Well, it's already in there. There's a little bit of guitar in there. It's probably. <sighs> yeah, but he probably. I feel like he'd have a slash moment. You know. You know, Kid Rock really should have quit after Joe Dirt. <laughs> that was pretty much the pinnacle of his his entire life. Is Robbie. You know that was David Spade, right? In that movie. <laughs> oh no! Don't, let's not. <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to. Uh, to uh, Guns N' Roses real quick, and then we'll move on to Rosie, I guess, because no, I feel like right. we're kind of getting into it. But So Guns N' Roses are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. And they – so they were not together for a long time. Right. Although, I mean, well, it was basically just uh, Axel. So I want to give a little bit of a timeline. So they had Appetite. Right. Then they had an EP that was Guns N' Roses Lies that was – Kind of sold as a sing- uh, as a CD, but also it was an EP. But it was a th- it was thirty three minutes long, so it's technically probably. An I album. mean, an EP does not delineate a format. So know. then they had Use Your Illusion, one, two, and hold on a minute, oh, I gotta go. No, yeah, Use one Your and, Illusion, one and, one and, one and two. two. Then they had the Spaghetti Incident, which is um, a covers album. Mm-hmm. At the end of the Spaghetti Incident, they have a hidden track. We oh. haven't mentioned that in a while, but Hidden oh. Track, where they covered a we Charles about Manson. Hidden, we talked about Hidden Tracks last week. Okay. Well, sorry. They have a Charles Manson again. cover. Play Me Again. Oh, that's right. Play Me Again. That they did not uh, divulge to the record label that they did, and they got into some big trouble Ooh. because they you know, had the... the some hot white. The song of somebody who uh, potentially, most likely, can cor- orchestrated a murder. M- multiple murders, really. But Yeah. You know, so then, so that was in 1993. Then they work on their most recent album, which took them like eight years, which is the album Chinese Democracy. Must have been a masterpiece. Oh, it must have been. It should have been, really, but it was not. Anyway, so in the year, what, 2001, when they did the MTV VMAs, where they came out and they played, uh, you, you're familiar with this, Caleb. Remember this story of him running out on stage and, and running out of breath? Yes, I remember this. I think that's a Patton Oswalt bit, right? I think so. Yes, it's pretty excellent. I think so. Go find that bit. But so then, so Chinese Democracy is their most recent album. came out in 2008. And uh, it it garnered some interest. It had some decent critic reviews, but it did not it was very expensive to make cuz it took so long to make. And right. so they were in the studio for a very long time. It took it cost about 34 million dollars to make the album, and it did not recoup that amount that they put into it. No. So, it's basically their uh fear inoculum uh by tool, you know, like the it took a very long time, mm-hmm. was it worth it? Probably not. So, then you get to today which they had a tour in 2016 starting called Not In Your Lifetime Tour. Yeah. Where they all got back together. And they are touring now, to this day, actively in 2019. And that tour is the second largest selling tour in the history of music. It is quite the thing. That's wild. Yes. I don't like that. I don't either. What's number one? I don't. Okay. Uh, probably. Did we talk the about that? The Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, it was quite be. lengthy. And it was very magical. Duff McKeegan is on Simpsons. Is he on the Simpsons? Yeah, a few times, I think. Nice. People kind of, he like pops up 
as a pop pop culture reference in TV shows occasionally. Which is odd because usually the basis is not the guy who gets the. I know it's weird, but he is the tallest. Oh, so this is now saying that they're in third place. I read second, but maybe it's uh, I don't know if it's worldwide or how they did it. But number uh, two, according to the list, is U two three sixty tour. Really? Uh, oh, I thought Joshua Tree anniversary would be insane. I heard it was wild. Number one, Ed Sheeran, the oh. uh, uh, equal. What is this thing? What is this no, called? I don't mm-hmm. want to. Nope, we're done. The we're done with this conversation. We're divide done. tour is what it is. We're Number one. We're done with this conversation. Ed, Red, right said Fred Sheeran, everybody. <laughs> Go back and find. We have uh, number one and number three. We don't have number nine, though. Mm. You know, I was talking to someone at Beer Kids the other day about how Spotify sucks. Is that one of our hidden... uh, is that one of our sponsors? Not yet. Like, oh, okay. Maybe I'll work on it cuz of the hidden track thing. And I go, Spotify sucks cuz they keep exposing all these hidden tracks and he goes, "Oh." He's like, "You know, when I was younger, there's this one hidden track that I really liked." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, it was on Dookie." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yes, you and everyone. It's the first one that everyone goes to." Yep. It felt really good. I just wanted to share that with you all. Thank you. Before we move away from Guns N' Roses, I want to close out on this specific thing. I have one song that I want to talk about. I would want to talk about one song as well, and that's One in a Million. Oh, yes. Mm. That is a good... I was going to bring that up as well. So go ahead and say what you want to say about it, and then I'll say my little bit. It's bad. (laughs) So that song has been accused of... I don't even know how it's accused. I don't know. Racism and homophobia. Correct. I don't even know how it's accused. Like, it's just, it's blatantly right there in front of you. But Axel tried to, like, kind of, like, sidestep it. And he was like, no, I wasn't wasn't being racist. He So in the song, he says the N-word. Yes. He says the N-word. Not even, like, not even, he he uses a hard R. Mm -hmm. He uses a hard R, everyone. In what context? Oh, my goodness. Um... He says, police and N-word, get out of my way. Yes. Oh, and then no. he continues to say things. Yes. Oh, no. And he basically, he said that it's not, like, he's saying that it's not a bad word. He said it's a word to describe somebody that is basically a pain in your life, a problem. The word, blank, doesn't necessarily mean black. Are you sure, mm. Axel? Are you sure it doesn't necessarily mean black? Not good. What did Slash have to say? His mother was African. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he had anything to say about well, that. Well, I mean, he was on the song, so. Yeah. He said... He, they said he might have something to say about it. He then later conceded that he used the word as an insult towards black people who had tried to rob him, and because the word is taboo. And then he did not try and sidestep the homophobia part. He was he was okay with that apparently. Yeah, he said he had bad experiences with gay men. Yes, mm. and so he was. Yep, I'm just I'm homophobic. It's fine. So, mm. yeah, kind of gross, mm. Axel. Kind of gross. It, I, I remember when I first heard that song. I was like, "How is this okay?" Man, he says immi- he talks about immigrants in there too. Yeah, he. It's pretty. It's pretty blatantly just a bad song. It's a bad, bad song. What song did you want to talk about, Dax? It's a cover. It's originally by, a- by ACDC. It's a whole lot of Rosie. Mm. That's a Bon Scott era. Before you play that song, I have a real quick thing. He had, they also, on that same record, I believe, or maybe it's one before. It might be on one of the Use Your Illusions. They have a song called I Used to Love Her, which uh, the, the song is I Used to Love Her, But I Had to Kill Her. 
and it's kind of a uh, misogynistic as well. So they have they have a history of some bad things going on in their music that they do. Let's play a little bit of a whole lot of Rosie and transition ourselves into old Rosie O'Donnell. I know Bon Scott era ACDC. Why? Because uh, it was better than uh. Brian Johnson era ACDC, like way better. Gotcha. It fits into the correct spot in classic rock to be not complete garbage. Just, not complete garbage. Just too much. Just like I listened to it too much. I see. When I was young, so it's like you know, it can be easily overplayed. I think a lot of kids, like male <clears throat> male kids, transition into music via ACDC, which is just that's how I did. Yeah, just a shame. Too. That and Ramones. Just a shame. One lasted, one did not. It's a shame that the way Axel made that song sound before we get into it, because it was terrible. It was not great. Not good at all. It didn't sound like Bon Scott one bit. Garbage. It doesn't have to sound like him. Uh, you should at least invoke his singing style yeah. if you're going to do a cover. And not necessarily. He sounded like Brian Johnson, mm. which is a bit of a testament to my issue with his voice anyway. Mm. You don't think he did? You, you, uh, no, I'm more about the cover thing. Like, you don't have to sound like the original. Well, no, I have moved on now to your... All right, let's talk about a whole lot of Rosie here. Why don't you play, uh, if you want to play something that shouldn't sound like a thing or whatever, you could play Paradise City by Iron Horse. That's on there. I know that we already transitioned, but... Are we not we're transitioning? Talking, we're, we're in the middle of a conversation. No, we've ended it. We've just gone to Rosie. He's already done said it. Well, they don't play it then. We'll play it later. We'll play it live. We could also play Etta James' Welcome to the Jungle. That's pretty good. All right, we're going back to... Way better. Or Pat Boone, Paradise City. Man, you chose the worst one. Cheryl Crow's Sweet Child of Mine. No, that wouldn't be good. So Rosie O'Donnell is the worst musician. I don't know if I call her a musician. She's not even really doing... I don't think she's doing almost anything. So Rosie O'Donnell released two Christmas albums, one in 1999 and one in 2000, and is the most listening we have ever done for a group in Good Band, Bad Band. And it was the worst listening experience, I would imagine, in Good Band, Bad Band. I had the most fun out of every week this week. I know you did. I listened to it more than once. I know you did. Your life is so sad. It really is. So it's not just an album. <clears throat> it's an it experience. Is. Well, yeah, that too. But uh, on her TV show on uh, ABC or whatever, she had Christmas specials. She had them two years in a row. She turned those specials. like She had all these people on as guests, and she turned that into an album. So this comes from her show, basically, just a recorded like studio version of it. So... Was Elmo on her show? Yeah. Yes. There are clips. Angelica Pickles on her show? I imagine so. I did not see a clip of that one. but Okay. Cool. Cher was. Trisha Yearwood was. Hashtag happy birthday, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. We're going we're gonna to look at this like a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I do think before we get, since we're talking about the people who are on the albums, I would like this to be our opportunity because as a good band, bad band wrap up, I don't know that we could have had a better one. 
Really? Yeah. So many of them were on our show. So many good band, bad band alumni were featured on the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas albums, both of which on the first album, we have Billy Joel, Cher. We have Sir Elton John from Record Roundtable, which worth mentioning. Uh, Unfortunately, we've never covered Angelica Pickles on Good Band Bad. Not yet. It's a hell of a shame. Not yet. True shame. We did miss... Mr. Billy Porter could have been on Billy Month, but we didn't get we didn't put him in there. Correct. And then on another Rosie Christmas, we have Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. We have Sugar Ray, Destiny's Child, Ooh, what it is, and Jewel. I believe that's all of them, right? Yes, that yeah. is true. But we also have one more Billy. We have uh, Billy Gilman, country singer, singing "I'm Gonna Email Santa." Awful song. Really bad. Who, nah. who is Billy Gilman? He's a country. He, he was like a popular. He was a young country singer. He was like thirteen or fourteen or something. Is he like the, the yodeling time. kid? No, Ooh, like, uh, 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 somewhat, somewhat kind of that era's yodeling kid. Yeah. Okay, Mason Ramsey featured yeah. on the uh, Old Town on Road. Old Town Road. Third, no, uh, one, two. Yeah, which remix? Like fourth is it? remix. Which one is it? Remix, I no. The fourth one. No, maybe it's the third remix. Sorry. Would anybody know. like to state their least favorite song from the Rosie the Elmo song. album? The Elmo the, song, most definitely. The for Dixie me. Chicks is horrible. The Awful. Dixie Chicks is my know. worst. The Elmo song and my is, best. is uh, very awkward. It's very awkward. The Elmo she one. loves Elmo multiple times, and he loves her back. Yeah, that, it was almost as awkward as her interaction with Donny Osmond. Oh, yeah. And Smash Mouth. That was weird. That was also weird. The Donny Osmond one was the weirdest one, though. Do you remember that that clip in the song? I think it was Donnie Osmond. The one where she's like, oh, Donnie, stop kissing me. Oh, Donnie, no. Yeah, like that. Oh, God. Play I'm pretty it. sure it was Can Donnie Osmond. It? Let me. See. I think it's Donnie Osmond, if I remember correctly. If it's not Donnie Osmond, no, it's got to be Donnie Osmond. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Ow, Donnie, stop. Come on, you're married. Please, Donnie. Oh, gosh. All right, go ahead. Weird. Such witty banter. Weird. She did do another song with Donnie Osmond. It's not on her Christmas album. It's on a uh, Donnie Osmond album. It is uh, with Randy Newman and Rob Mathis. Oh, of course as well. it is. Yeah, of course it is. Donnie Osmond, most famously known for I'll Make a Man Out of You from the Mulan soundtrack. Oh, I thought he was most known for the uh, Christmas episode of Johnny Bravo. No, he's most. <laughs> what? That's a great one. What's he most yeah, notably well, known for you for? He's, ju- he's most known for him singing with his sister that no one really knows about in some casino in Vegas that I saw on a poster when I was there. Oh, Ooh, cool. they have their own theater. Caleb, what's the most Donny Osmond thing you know? <laughs> Isn't Donny Osmond known for the song You've Got a Friend in Me that he sang with Rosie O'Donnell? I think he is. Yeah, no play it. No way. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. 
All right, cut it. That's it. We heard her voice. The voice of Turk. <laughs> and that song was just a bunch of trash in a camp. Can I take oh. this opportunity? Good reference. Thank you. Thank you. Can I take this opportunity? I love Mormons. Wow. Like, just all of them. They're so happy. Donnie Osmond is very Mormon. Very. Do you know you can order Mormons? Did you know Donnie and his sister Marie have some questionable things? Que- how questionable? I believe there was question of incest at one point. Oh, no. Ugh. TMZ over here. He had a friend in her. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> or maybe he was the friend what, in what, her. Was it, uh, was it a Buzz or Woody? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. Solid, Jared. That's pretty good. Give him a handshake. Uh, no. No. It's better than some of the stuff you gave him for recently. I, I know. He's an only me. he's an only child. He's not allowed to have laugh at incest jokes. Oh, that's okay. true. So You're an only child? Yeah, we're only children. Yeah. That's how you know they're not our brothers. Not my uncle. Not my show. That you guys sense. are mean. So <laughs> what was the best song from the Rosie O'Donnell Gonna Christmas Eat for album? Christmas. <laughs> Destiny's, really? Destiny's Child was really good because it had nothing to do with Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, it just she sounded like a, a Destiny's Child Christmas song. Y'all didn't think Gonna Eat for Christmas was a good one? It was It was. It was a little weird. It was, yeah. Come on, now. The she's been, Barry star- she's been starving herself all year. Very believable. Yeah. And now she's going to chow down. There's a candy store down the street. Oh, Come on, Gloria. We'll go there now, hand in hand, skipping. Mine is definitely a little drummer boy. The Miss Lauren, Lauren Hill one. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Play the beginning of that one. That's so weird. It's awful. All the kids out there who dream of a life better than the one they're living now. May God grant you the strength to know it gets better as you go on. You gotta believe in yourself and know that life is a great thing. Cherish it and you and God. Stay positive. positive. Just block that part out. Pump, 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 pump. That's the good part. Yeah, it's pretty weird. You know, the best part about Rosie O'Donnell is her brother Chris O'Donnell, who played right. Oh, God. Played what? Played Robin in that Batman movie. Are they related? Oh. It's her brother. Is I didn't true? know that. I, I don't know. Is this true? Yeah. Don't you remember in the Batman movie he was in? I remember him. I didn't know they were related, though. Let's see this here. I think they just have similar last names. No, it's her brother, Chris. I have no dog in this fight. I don't really know. <laughs> what? I mean, she's got a brother, but... He can't be. He's not Lebanese. Her brother is Daniel O'Donnell. You idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Maybe he's a cousin. That Smash Mouth song was pretty good. Just going to say it was awful. So, here's what I'll say about the Smash Mouth. Uh, Smash Mouth, they did nothing for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I want to be nothing for Christmas. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, after uh, November, you have to be nothing for Christmas. But, <laughs> no nut. Whoa. But no nut. The, Sma- or the Sugar Ray song, they did a cover of Silver Bells. It does not sound anything like Sugar Ray. No, it doesn't have that same Sugar Ray luster. It's they not totally beachy. phoned it in. It's not beachy, you know? Not, not beachy, beachy, bud. bud. It's not beachy. It's not beachy, bud. Not beachy, bud. Nah. It's what it is. What it is. Sugar cat. So I will take this time to tell you guys about what happened on Cameo. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mark McGrath. I, mean, if, I don't know if any of you ever heard of Cameo, but Cameo is a uh, website or an app or whatever service. You pay a flat fee, and somebody that's famous will make a video directed to you. So Tyler, you, anyone, instance, and you get to choose, or it's ran, at random. What? <laughs> The person you the just person. give the site money and they just pick a celebrity. No, no, that's what I thought. That's no, kinda, no, no. that'd be fun. That's no. great. That'd be fun. So Tyler, let's say you wanted to uh, send, uh, let's say, uh, Mark McGrath, a hundred dollars. Okay. And you say, hey, uh, I'm Tyler. I just got a promotion at my job, and uh, or actually, no, I guess more. Let's, it's more often somebody let's else. Say, let's say, for example, that okay, yeah, you have a hundred dollars and you give it to Mark McGrath and you say, listen. I'm breaking up with my boyfriend, and I'd like to break up with him via you. I'd like you to give him the message. That's kind of like what the site could be, could be used as, or was was actually. Yeah, it used was as. used for that because somebody that exactly. broke up with their boyfriend by cameo of Mark McGrath. Yes. It's like play, hey, it. yeah, play the play the cameo. You're right. Not the whole thing. Just the beginning is great. Yeah, let Mr. Uh, McGrath let let him tell us. Always in your hearts, Mr. Mark McGrath. It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray, off the charts, but always in your hearts. And Favorite this part. cameo was booked by Cheyenne, and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done, but she wants <laughs> you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long-distance relationship. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years, and I've been with my wife a long time. And the, the biggest arguments, the biggest, you know, obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us. It makes it very difficult when we're on the road, um, and it's hard. So Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Braden, that... It's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold. And she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very, very much. And she wants you to know, good luck on your thesis coming up. Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne. <laughs> but I understand, you know, you got to work on your thesis and life goes on and, um, you know, I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is just a little difficult for her. I hope Braden responds back and just calls him sugar gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to state for the record, as someone who has completed a thesis, that does not mean that you've got great things ahead. This is Look, all you got he's, going gotta, on. he's trying to let him down easy. I know. Like so easy that he doesn't even actually tell him what's happening. I think he got the picture. I think, <laughs> I think it was pretty quick that we figured out what was going on. She likes she, she she you mean a lot to her. It's just very difficult. It's very difficult. She's dumping you a tell I'm sorry. Come see Sugar Ray. Here's a ten percent off a ticket. You didn't even give him that. They're not touring. Off the charts. Off the charts. Off the charts. But always in your hearts. Number one in my heart. There's only room for one Ray in my heart, and I prefer sugar. So Rosie O'Donnell, huh? Oh God, we we gotta play some music. We gotta listen. We've to been it. playing it. We got more. We like. What do you want now? What do you want now? What do you want? Every song, the entire. No. You're the worst. At least okay. play the share song. I All hate right. that song. Share song, it is. I hate that. It's horrible. 
It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. Sorry, I got lost in share. No, it's a great no, song. It's I feel horrible. Like a lot it's absolutely of these, terrible. A lot of these songs would be good with uh, the exclusion of Rosie O'Donnell from. Uh, yeah, but, but she's not even really in most of them. Unfortunately, it's her albums. Yeah, but she doesn't like most of them. She's not even doing anything. It is a very odd album in general. In the case that she is not a dynamic singer in any way, shape, or form. She's not a popular musician in any way, shape, or form. But she is featured on the majority—not quite all, but the majority of all tracks from these two albums. And I feel as though she's not only the worst part of each of the songs. She is simultaneously bringing the talent of all of these artists down through her music. I mean, if you think of it in terms of a TV special, though, it's pretty great. No. Like, imagining turning on the TV, you got Cher, Trisha Yearwood, Billy Joel, NSYNC, Elmo, Elton John, all coming in, like, one after another. Imagine the green room at that place. Wasn't it several There's, episodes? Is that what you said? Or yeah. Is it one night? There's one two. day? There's two. One for each album. It's oh, so this, hour-long Christmas special. Oh, okay. I thought that it was like several different Rosie O'Donnell uh, television show episodes. Why would they do that? Why would they give her a television show where she can do such things? She had she multiple was very television popular. shows. She's she very, was popular. very popular. That doesn't mean you have to say... She hosted. Have your own one-hour Christmas special. She, she hosted the, show. the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards like I, yeah, six that's, years I in a row. That. Yeah, I remember. She was in Harriet the Spy. Mm. You tried to make a really bad joke about Harriet she the Spy had earlier today. A, a pretty uh, storied feud with Mr. Donald Trump. True. Yeah, that's a recent situation. And yes. Whoopi Goldberg. And while she was on The View, yes, yep. um, Rosie was, and actually Whoopi was. Whoopi too. was I don't as think well. Donald was though. No. Should have and, been. And then, uh, what what else has she been in? She's been in some things. Uh, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. Very w- popular. Was she in Chalk Zone? I've I don't know. Is she the blue that. guy? No. No The way. blue guy? No way. The main name? character of the show? The main character was Rudy. Okay. We had two, kind of, really. Yeah, it was kind of a two. It was a two. Definitely two-fer. kind of a twofer. No. Like, like Rudy Woody had the chalk. He was the main character. It was like Woody and Buzz. No. Uh. Like, you could say Woody's the main character, but check out Buzz. Buzz is pretty cool. Mm. Who was he? The Trans-Siberian Orchestra was also on her second (laughs) Christmas album. True. The Prince of Peace. She was not on that song either because, you know. Because she sucks. That's how the whole song system kind of works. I guess she was not in Chalk Zone. Oh, bummer, bud. I told you that. Although Reddit seems to think she was. Oh, Reddit just was as confused as you were. Just filled with people like you. Hold on. Hold on. Just because uh, Reddit snap thinks doesn't this episode mean a good band, bad band is brought to you by viewers like you. Yeah, and we're also publicly our supported. Publicly supported. Your tax dollars are going to make great shows like ours if you instead give them to us instead of the government. Dax, do you have anything else? Or? Um, not really. Oh, yeah. It's a good album. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's not good. There's two albums. Which you one's asked, good? Yeah, which good is album. the better? Okay. Which is the better album? Uh, really a Rosie cool. Christmas is the better So album. the quality did deteriorate year after year. Oh, absolutely. You know, the I don't have another Rosie Christmas. I have a Rosie Christmas. So what do we have? In, we got anything else? Everybody else said their piece about Rosie O'Donnell. 
I think so. All right. Let's Not say who the good band and the bad band is. Really quickly. I don't think Rosie O'Donnell's a bad person. You don't think she's a bad person? I think she's done some pretty shitty things. Like what? Abandoning like, her adoptive daughter. Oh, man, yeah. That's an example. Uh, I think that her doing a Chinese accent oh, oh, no. on The View was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That was not good. Not good. You want to play that clip and then no, we'll go to the next no, thing? No, no, but no. you don't think she's a bad person, I think even that though she's she, done all this. The worst thing she's ever done is on her show, she gave away the ending to Fight Club. Oh, and that's, she, why that's would the you do first that? Rule. It was don't talk rule. about it. Exactly. It um, I think that like the a proceeds lot of the, these specials and albums to charity that she started. Yeah, she's done a lot for of charity what? work, and that was what I was going to get to. Kids is that she's done some charity work, and for, so she's not necessarily what? the worst person. Kids. What's the purpose? Help kids. kids. Help she kids. started the cha- and listen to me. Feel kids f- needs stuff. Feel free to remove this potentially insensitive thing oh, I'm oh. about to say. Okay. She started a charity. For kids, while abandoning her adopted child, it's for abandoned kids. She wanted to help her child in the world. Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't, wa- I don't want you anymore. But whoever does want you, I will make sure that they can do this by giving money collectively to you and the rest of the people like you, whose parents don't love them. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Really, that kid lucked out. Uh, I'm not denying that. I mean, if I was <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's adopted child, I'd be like, if you could put me back, that would be phenomenal. But. It's just not my lifestyle, you know, Rosie. The Rosie's not my thing. She is obnoxious as hell, though. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's well, pretty the other thing, she's very New York. This is something I, that we didn't talk about, but she got her start because she was on the show Star Search. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, on that show, I don't know if anybody knows how, how Star Search works, but you go on there and you're voted. Kind of like, you know, today's modern They're day. searching for a new star, perhaps? And week by, I think she won, if, if I remember correctly, 15 weeks in a row. What oh. was she, a comedian? Yeah, stand-up comic. Yeah. Was and she any good? I I mean, obviously enough to... Well, know, that we know how that means. Yes. I mean, comedy, I even someone who's not good. I don't know good. what that... I don't know how good of a stand-up she is, but she built her career... Compare her to Jeff Dunham. Ooh. Leagues better. <laughs> There's no she's way. She's probably she's not as good as Ellen as a stand-up, but probably. No, I don't think Ellen's some, particularly funny myself. I don't. I, I just know people like. I mean, she, she has very similar career trajectory. She does. Te- television it's show. Both Lebanese. It's quite true. <laughs> she's from New York. Television show, Disney stuff, all of that. You know, so uh, lesbians. So <laughs> he already said that indirectly by using a nationality to describe it because it sounds similar. That's how Ellen came out. She came out on Rosie's show by saying she was Lebanese. What's wrong with this world in which we live? It was the 90s. That allows you to say things like that today. It was the 90s. It wasn't today. It was like 30 <laughs> years ago. He said it today. He I said it today. It was 19... Oh, that so was re- a historical Axel, document. Axel Rose repeated a word a couple of times in a song. <laughs> and <laughs> look what happened to way. him. Oh, man. All right. Are we done? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so she became famous because of Star Search, and uh, somebody that did a late night thing—I forget—I forget who it was—called her and wanted her on his show to show or whatever. So, well, who that's how, it? I don't—I don't know. Some uh, Carson, maybe? No, it would have been later than. Well, maybe it was Johnny Carson. Somebody. I'm gonna find out who gave it to her. All right. So, uh, in the meantime, I suppose we can go ahead and say who the good band is. I'll let Caleb start. It's Guns and Grosses. And Tyler. It's the GNR. Next, it, it's it's Rosie. All right. Well, I oh pick, my! I bet Guns and Roses as well. You suck. Yeah, you yeah. suck. I'm malfunctioning. 
No, no, she has watch a better out. discography. So. Shut up. <laughs> That's idiotic. I suppose more <laughs> consistent, maybe. Um, but oh boy, Merry Christmas, everybody. So do the. Do you know what you're finishing with? Yes, I know. Hold on, got to thank our new patron again. You do it. This is a different show. Yeah, we thanks. Gotta thank, we got to thank Listen, them both. Thanks, shows. John. Here's what else. Well, I'm not gonna say. It. All right. Thank you, John, for the patron. And, and if John you want to become a, a, a patron as well, we welcome that. And uh, well, thank you. Any any amount of money uh, from a dollar up, we will accept. And we have different tiers and things. We so will check not out. accept a quarter. Up your game. Unless you send it to us in the mail. If you still have 50 cent pieces, you can send those to me. Hey, this is exciting. For $99 a month, you get a sexy photo of Jared. Polaroid. A Polaroid, yes. Official. He shook it himself Mm -hmm. afterwards. Like a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not with his hands. Like a what? Like a... You can use your own imagination to determine what he did with that picture before it got stuck in the envelope. Wonder if Jared had a buzz or a woody. Yeah. Just don't oh, forget, man. though, uh, in the case that you do opt for the photo, you will have to give us your address, and maybe you will receive questionnaires or communist pamphlets. Don't worry about it. I don't know about that. What? I think they just Why can't I use this as a platform to spread my own agendas? Come on, boys. I support it. Thanks, Caleb. You're I welcome. guess you can do whatever you want. Killer. I'm not kidding. No, don't kill her. No, list. not kill her. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Check out our Patreon. Vote in the poll. All that stuff. Next week we're doing Pokey. Nope. <laughs> oh, already wrong. Of Pokey Monsters and Men. All right. Damn it. Are no, you? we're leaving it. Oh, okay. Go ahead and put the music back up. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Dance it out, Donna Summer. Of Pokemonsters and Men. Pokemon has a Christmas album. We're going to listen to that. Check it out while uh, you're listening this week. Listen with us and stuff. Goodbye. You right. listen to it, the song, and then when the song gets really bad, you're when like, you next start song, it. next song. When you start it. They're yeah. all awful. Well, they're, It's yes. an awful album. Yes, they are. I had to listen to two full albums. I don't know why Usually you did it. five songs. I don't know why you put you yourself. Just have to listen to five listen. songs, and this week I have to listen to two full albums, and, and we barely talked about it. Why did we you talked about almost every song. We talked about Rosie O'Donnell.